The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Abuse takes on many forms, from the scars that people can see to the ones that they can't. Are you ready to break free from what's keeping you from living the life you deserve to live? Welcome to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa and her guests speak from personal and professional experience, and they will answer your questions and offer solutions to help you get on the road to your recovery. Now, here's Dr. Lisa Cooney. Hello, 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 beautiful beings. This is Dr. Lisa Cooney here, and you are listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. I am really, really, really excited for today's show. We're going to be talking about radically alive relationships from connection to communion. And I have a wonderful guest and a beautiful being with me today, and her name is Susan Lazar Hart. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about her and all of the amazing things that she does and who she bees first, and then we'll get her on the show with us and we'll start our conversation. Again, this is about radically alive relationships. So I'm sure none of you out there have any issues with relationship, right? <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that today, and we're going to hopefully open up a space of possibility for you and your relationships that will change everything. So let me tell you a little bit about Susan. So what if you could see your relationship differently? What if you could stop trying to fix things? Susan is someone who can turn everything you ever thought about relationships upside down. She is called the relationship artist, and you're in for a real treat. She's been married to the same man for over 35 years and credits using access tools, access consciousness, to take a good relationship into a great relationship. But as we know, all relationships weren't always great. Earlier in her married life as a mom with four young kids, she was frustrated with what was expected of her as a married woman in this reality. One day she realized that she could actually see relationships differently than 99% of the people out there. And this realization has led to the story she's going to tell today. So welcome Susan Lazar Hart. Thank you, Dr. Lisa. Um, I just want to thank you for everything you're creating with your wonderful show. It's just, uh, I've listened myself and I've heard nothing but wonderful things, uh, how much you're actually changing the face of abuse on the planet. So the guests you're having, the information you have, who you be, thank you so much. Uh, I oh, love it. you're so kind. Well, thank you for that. How does it get any better than that, starting out with mutual love and adoration? <laughs> that's, that's something different right there in relationship. Yeah. <laughs> We're that's, already starting it. That's the truth, yeah. One of, yeah, actually, and, yeah and one, of the, one of the mm-hmm. most important things, and I'm sure we'll be talking about it more on this call, is the willingness to actually acknowledge what is so something greater can always show up. 
Isn't that just so beautiful? And how many of us have always been tortured in a certain way to not acknowledge (laughs) what actually is and into something. And so we can become something and act like something and even get in relationships as something that we aren't. And then one day we wake up and we're like, "Um, I need some depression meds. (laughs) (laughs) So everything that is, let's destroy and uncreate that. Yeah. So let me tell you, let me talk a little bit about the, the, the Radical Alive concept on the show. So as you know, this is actually week 12 of a 13-week series. We have been, I've been so blessed and so grateful for this radio show. And I too attribute all of this to, you know, my work with Access Consciousness and specifically Gary and Dane and their facilitation of me beyond my own abusive history and particularly abusive relationships. And one of the things, Susan, that we've talked about on this show is how abuse is like an invisible cage that um, we all live live with. Um, and we forget that we have choice to create something different. So like the real cruel joke about this invisible, invisible cage of abuse is that there's four pillars to it, de- denial, defending, disconnecting, dissociating. And whenever we kind of numb out and bend, fold, and mutilate ourselves out of who we be, we go into this familiar cage and lock us down into some other reality. And then we wake up in our life and we're just like, oh my God, who is this person in relationship that I've become? Who is this person financially that I've become? Who's this body that I'm living in that isn't my body? <laughs> Where's this pain coming from that that I've never had before? And oh my gosh, like how did I perpetuate my own and become my own abuser and my own perpetrator um, from taking on all these other people's energies. And what I started to talk about to get out of the cage was this kind of radical aliveness and access would call it more specifically like an aggressive presence where you have that tenacity of consciousness to like, no matter what it's going to take. And I know you know this cause, cause I know this part of you and I think my connection or, you know, my, my, my joy of you and my enjoyment of you, Susan, just from the first time that I've met you, it's like, I know you have that, you know, no holds barred kind of tenacity of consciousness that no matter what it's going to take, you're going to change and you're going to create change on this planet. And, and I feel like that's, that's just a communion that I've never actually shared with you before, but I've always experienced that from you. Absolutely. And and I love that. And and I love the fact that what I didn't say when I introduced you was that and for everybody else that's listening is Susan and, and correct my language if it's if it's incorrect, she, you know, is the creator of Right Relationship for You, a segment of Access Consciousness, a chapter, if you will, um, that is all about creating the right relationship for you. So she is a wealth of knowledge and an expert on this subject. And the fact that you've had the relationship that you've had for 35 years, you know, gives you a certain credibility, I would say, (laughs) in this reality, let alone um, the thousands of people that you have facilitated based in relationship. And, and I would imagine that that radical aliveness and that aggressive presence and that a tenacity of consciousness you bring when you facilitate people to choose the right relationship for them. So with regards to abuse, that's kind of how I wanted to focus this conversation a little bit about um, 
you know, how can you, you know, influence our listeners here, facilitate our listeners to, to wake them up out of their slumber in any type of relationship dynamic that they're in that is bringing such heaviness to them or density to them that is actually abusing them and killing their radical aliveness or aggressive presence? What, what might you just begin speaking to them about? Well, you know, wow. How many hours is this call? <laughs> this is a three-part call we're doing here. I know. Yeah. I um, know. It's a one-hour re- call. We're going to do our best, though. Cool. Abuse in relationships, you know, it can take on so many forms, mm-hmm. um, especially if, if one has been brought up in a, an abusive relationship of any kind. And one of the things that we find is people often spend their whole relationship looking for abuse before it's created. So um, that's the first question I might ask, is what form of abuse have you made so vital to possess that keeps you from what would be a generative relationship with and for you? Because right relationship for you isn't necessarily and, and isn't about the right relationship for you. It's about what works for you, what can you create, and what would actually create what works for you that doesn't generally or necessarily create for someone else. And that's one of the biggest abuses that I find in relationships is people want to copy or connect in the exact same way that they've seen other people copy and connect a relationship from somebody else they're copying and connecting a relationship from. Oh, my gosh, that is so, so great. So first of all, I want to... Just repeat your brilliance for everybody that may not have heard it or may did a double take like like I did. Um, so what, you said, what, what form of abuse? What form of abuse have you made so vital to possess that keeps you from what would be a generative relationship with and for you? And I'm going to be your pod pocker. Everything that is. Everything we that it? is. <laughs> would, you, would you actually be willing to revoke, recant, rescind, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate it all? Absolutely. Yeah. Good and bad, right and wrong, pod and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. Yeah. So when you say what form of abuse have you made so vital to possess that keeps you from generating and creating a different possibility in relationship, what that also brings up when I, when I hear that is how we have all um, taken on, you know, what's going on in someone else's world, like from our parents, what we've taken on from our mother and fathers about being a woman or being a man in relationship, what we've taken on from the media about what it means to have a successful relationship. What about our peers and people we went to school with and our colleagues and, and what that means. And what you're saying here with what form of abuse have you made so vital is like taking on those people's projections, definitions, understandings, and copying them or mimicking them and duplicating them and like wearing them. It's almost like wearing a costume on Halloween that isn't actually you, but it's something that you think you need to be in order to fit into this reality. Can you speak a little bit about that? Absolutely. It's even more than that. It, it, it's, it's what I like to call the back door, where people are searching and looking to um, uh, vibrate to what they've decided they will be abused by and for. So, for instance, let's give an example. Let's say Mm -hmm. you were brought up in an environment where you were never acknowledged as a child. In fact, you were criticized for for everything that you ate. 
let's just use food. People often can relate to that. So, you, you know, you were told um, you're too skinny, you're too fat, you're too tall, you're too big, you're just like your mother, you have your father's genes. There's no acknowledgement of you, the being, in there. Mm. And then you were, you were t- told you're such a good eater, and all of a sudden you reach puberty, and, and people say, well, you're having seconds? Because your body's changing, um, you're, you're entering your sexualness as a teenager, which makes other people feel uncomfortable. So you, you're, you're rewarded with food. I made this for you. You're not going to eat it? <laughs> Am I hitting all the buttons? <laughs> I think you're hitting all the buttons right. good. So I love to use food because we abuse ourselves with food in relationships, mm-hmm. right? Um, I can remember when I was doing a detox and I didn't have any alcohol or meat or all different kinds of things. I chose to, my body wasn't interested in it for about three years and people couldn't relate to me. Well, hey, if you're not, the, if you're not Susan Hart that I know that like slugs a good whiskey down and, you know, dances <laughs> up the top of the table, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> so what? What? And I love the the image of Susan slugging a good whiskey down. Yeah, that was maybe. awesome. So, so <laughs> you know, taking it to what we're t- we're ta- we're talking about, people. If you were brought up in a household and where you were abused by food, by people's points of views of food, and the, your body was then judged, your whole being was judged by what you chose to eat or chose not to eat. When you're in a relationship with someone. You're going to be looking for them to judge you and how you eat food mm-hmm. and what you do with food. And you won't be happy until you're comfortably uncomfortable in that, that you've actually received their judgment. So you're, you're going to be looking for a judgment and then making it a judgment and then saying, see, aha, I told you. This is, is exactly what I was talking about. You're, I knew you would abuse me. Mm. And so there, therefore, goodbye. And that's so. the back door. That's what we do in relationship. We look for that abuse, no matter what it is. So what form of abuse have you made so vital to possess? See, you're, you're actually looking to be possessed by the abuse you decided you're going to receive because that's what you can vibrate best to in a relationship. Awesome. Everything so. that brings up, can we uncreate destroy that? Absolutely, go for it. Good and bad, right and wrong, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what form of abuse have you made so vital to possess that keeps you from what would be a generative relationship for you? I love it. Yeah. Everything that that is, we're just going to take a break in just a second here. So everything that that is, let's destroy and uncreate it, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with Susan and we're going to talk more about possessing these forms of abuse that keeps you from generating, creating a different possibility in relationship. You are listening to Dr. Lisa Cooney and Susan Lazar Hart on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to call in with your questions. It's definitely not a moment of facilitation you'd want to miss. We'll speak to you after the break. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Lisa Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Okay, friends, this is Dr. Lisa here with Susan Lazar Hart. We're talking about radical relationships from connection to communion. And most specifically, we're talking about how we possess abuse in this reality, the forms of abuse that keep us from generating, creating a different possibility. And I wanted to just uh, put this forward to remind you all that if you're listening out there, and you have a hankering to pick up that phone, listen to the whispers of consciousness and what's light and right for you, pick up that phone and call one 346 9141 or send me an email at drlisacooney at gmail.com and I will do my best to get your question answered here live. Remember, if you're thinking about it, um, do it because probably your question is going to set a whole bunch of people free listening to these calls live now or later on when they download from iTunes and Stitchers. And if you do have, if you're touched by or moved by anything you're hearing, definitely feel free to uh, tweet me at Dr. Lisa Cooney um, or send an email or po- a Facebook message and let us know. We hear you um, and we definitely want to speak to you. What I want to talk a little bit about now is Susan brought up a great point, many great points in the first segment. Um, but she mentioned no acknowledgement of you, the being, and how we generate and create, it's not even generate and create relationships in this reality, we just kind of do it. And there's this kind of uh, lack of beingness and being you, a lack of being you, that so many people think that they're creating their relationships based on this wonderful, beautiful communion when it's actually a point of connection devoid of you being you. And recently, and I talked about this in the blog before the show, you know, I've, I haven't been like you, Susan, in a 35-year marriage and whatever. I've actually been divorced twice and been in many relationships over 
the course of my period, the period of my life in this reality. And, and, and finally, I have to say in the last year, most particularly in the last six months, I've created a different possibility that has surprised me. <laughs> and it's about not, no longer not acknowledging me, the being in relationship. It's about choosing me in relationship and choosing to that point of creation and generation of a dis- different possibility, not copying, not duplicating, not replicating, and not even trying to connect, just simply being in the joy of presence of being me with another. And I would imagine that that's what has been so successful for you in your relationship for 35 years. Can you speak a little bit to that? Yeah, it's um, a lot of people are looking for, uh, let's call it a stability point in mm-hmm. which they can create a stable relationship. Um, and they, there is a point of view in this reality that a stable relationship is one where you are truly connected by never changing. Mm-hmm. So you, we use words, well, um, I, can, I know I can count on you because this is what you've always done. Right. Or if you love me, you'd know what I was thinking. Or I like chocolate cake and you like chocolate cake. Wow, we must have a connection. <laughs> mm. uh, there's nothing about creation in there. And what, yeah. what creates, you know, we're the only species on the planet, Dr. Lisa, that believes that we shouldn't change. Uh, you know, you go for a walk in the woods, it's a different woods every time. Uh, you watch an animal, uh, a flower, um, anything out there that is everything out there is contributing to ongoing creation. You cannot stop molecules from shifting and changing, and we in turn are part of that quantum entanglement, that creative energy, the juice of the universe that keeps flowing through us. Now, a, rela- a relationship that creates keeps creating. It doesn't stop at, I love chocolate cake, you love chocolate cake, let's get married. <laughs> um, the, 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 and people actually buy into that as long as we have a strong, dynamic connection, that's good enough for a relationship. Well, it actually isn't. A relationship that's a conscious relationship is one that continually grows, continually is in the question and is continually in creation so that you're creating you and your life as your partner, your boss, your bank account, because we're in relationship to everything. Your mm-hmm. child is continually creating for them and with them, and it's the com- combining the communion of those creations that create a relationship that actually creates. You can create in a relationship and be connected, but we misidentify that if we're connected through any connection point that keeps us stable, right. that that is creating, and it's not. It's not at all. So how many stability points are we all using to erect the eternal structures of points of connection as relationship, as the never-ending story of abuse, um, limitation, and lack of generation and creation as our reality are we choosing? Exactly. And everything that that brings up, why don't you pock and pod that, please? And that, you know what, one of the things that you you, you just, that just tweaked for me when you were running that clearing is that we look to create a stable environment. We look to create 
um, the, all of those connection points, and then we hold people to the stability point or the connection point. We hold them to it, and that's where we also have abused ourselves and we abuse others in a relationship because it's abusive to expect anything from anyone. Yeah. Every go- time we go into expectation, we're going into limitation and judgment, and it's abusive to yourself. Because what do you do when you don't meet someone else's expectation? You go to the wrongness of you. And do you think that kind of creates a dis-ease in a relationship that actually stops it from growing? Because you're looking for that, that point where the relationship went bad rather than asking, huh, does this relationship work for me? I wonder what else is possible. What else could we create here? Okay, that didn't work. Is there, is there another possibility for creation here? Rather than, but you always say that. Excuse me, or you always do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all the people that all of us have held to expectations yeah. and obligations, mm-hmm. let's just try and uncreate them, and let's just try and uncreate that. Yeah. Just try and uncreate relationships with them. Just try and uncreate who they were to you yesterday, who they are to you today, who they'll be to you tomorrow, and and right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, and any stability points that you've all erected as the eternal structure of relating through points of connection in this reality with those people, places, situations, and events. Let's destroy and uncreate those as well. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And everybody, as we do this and as you listen to this, if you're listening to it later on or downloading it, make sure you expand this space 500 million miles down, up to the right and to the left, front and back, and get bigger and bigger and bigger as you destroy and uncreate these relationships so you can see a different possibility, perceive a different possibility, have an awareness of a different possibility in all your relationships. Like Susan says, there's molecules in everything. We're in relationship to our money, to our bank accounts, to our bodies, to our beings, to the people at the store, um, to the people we work with, to our children, to our partners, to our enjoyable others, to everything, to the trees, to the earth. So as you destroy and uncreate anything, Expand his space to everything. And anything that doesn't allow that, let's just destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. We have a caller, Susan, so I want to bring on Elizabeth from the Netherlands, okay? Wonderful. All right, Elizabeth, we Hi. have about three minutes until our break, so if you could lay on us your question for contribution and facilitation as, as quickly as you can, that would be lovely. Yeah, Hello. right. Um, <laughs> um, I know you can I do it. A, my question is, um, I have, um, what Susan said was um, that you do it to yourself by expecting mm-hmm. um, what's been done. And I have a question about rejection, about that. I am not really connecting. I expect to be rejected so I don't connect, or I reject the other one before they can reject me. So can I ask you a question? Please do. It's Hi. Um, so hi. I'm going to ask you, what's the value of rejection for you? Oh, um, <laughs> it's funny. I'm standing with my, I'm getting, putting my arms in my sight. Like in, so what's now. the value of rejection? That, you're, right you're, there. Yeah, that. <laughs> Say that, Elizabeth. What's the value of rejection yeah, for everybody out there? Probably the only choice I had. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, so okay, so what have you made so vital about choiceless choice that keeps you always rejecting you? Everything that is, destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So truth, is that the only choice you had? No. Um, I know I have more choice, but it, it's... So every can I say something, um, Elizabeth? Yes. So everywhere that you believe, what age did you first believe that your only choice was rejection? Truth. What's the number that comes? Two. Great. So everything since age two, I have a feeling you're a little older than two right now. Everything <laughs> since the age of two and all the decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations, blood oaths, fixed positions, spells, curses, and incantations that you've made to these linearities and concentricities of rejection is the only choice I had since the age of two to present. And any stability points you've erected, creating this never-ending story of it's the only choice you had. Can we destroy and uncreate that right now? Yes. Really? Times a yeah, godzillion? absolutely. Right, wrong, good and bad, yeah. pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what if at the age of two, that was the only choice you thought you had? And what if now you have eight million other choices? What would change then? That would create some more space. And, and isn't that exactly what Susan's talking about? That creating and generating a different possibility in relationship is actually choosing to make more vital choice and the infinite number of choices you have than the form of abuse of one finite menu of choice of rejection that we all think we have from the age of two. What if our two-year-olds yeah. no longer made our choices for us? Yeah. That would be awesome. Can so, I, keep, can I, did I keep running that clearing, you think? Or? Absolutely. Go ahead, Susan. Well, I, and I was, who, who, who at the age of two was rejecting themselves mm -hmm. in your family? I get my mom. Yeah. So everywhere, um, are you a healer? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so... Everywhere you took that on as yours mm -hmm. in order to heal your mom, everywhere you biomimetically mimicked your mother and her reality and her rejection, would you be willing to give that up now, please? Yeah. Good and bad, yes. right and wrong, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Cool. Excellent. Yeah. So definitely listen to the, this part of the show again and run those clearings, the stuff about the mother um, and the two-year-old and the infinite choices versus the finite menu of choices over and over and over again. And just remember, Elizabeth, at all moments, you always have a choice and you always have more than one choice. Yeah, and my I, favorite phrase these days is, what's beyond this? Hmm. What's beyond this choice? And, and just another little one, I know we're coming to the end of this portion, you could ask yourself, so who would I be if I wasn't being rejected? And is this a distraction? Mm -hmm. Is being rejected a distraction for what I could be creating? So what Definitely, I'm noticing, I'm sorry, I'm distracting, I'm rejecting myself and not choosing what I could choose. I'm really liking yeah. behaving 
so who would I be if I who would I be if I wasn't rejecting me? Cool. Like, I'll play yeah. with that. Yeah. Who would I be if I wasn't rejecting me? Well, you certainly wouldn't be your mother. You would be you. And that brings us back to what you said earlier, Susan, in the first segment before we went to break, which is that whole abuse of us and ourselves, no, of knowledge, no acknowledgement of us as the being. Mm-hmm. What if we chose in every moment to acknowledge us as a being no matter what? What's beyond the choice to eliminate us, which is abuse, and that is to choose us? which is generating, creating a new possibility in relationship. This is Dr. Lisa and Susan. Thank you, Elizabeth, for your call. Thank you for what you you. brought to everybody Mm -hmm. else and on the show. We'll be back after the break. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Lisa Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. So this is Dr. Lisa with Susan Lazar Hart here, and what a wonderful question we had and contribution we had from Elizabeth from the Netherlands. Thank you so much for that. How does it get any better than that, having a a question about rejection and mothers on a show about relationships and radical aliveness? Because I'm sure nobody out there has any kind of mother issues or ever dealt with anything regarding their mothers. (laughs) Because I haven't, ever. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm going to go right to another caller right now because I think this is such fruitful conversation and I love to enlist Susan's genius here. So we have Susan from Florida calling in. You're on. You're live with Dr. Lisa and Susan and what question do you have that we can contribute to? Oh, hello. This is, yes, I, this is Susan and mm-hmm. I am so glad that I got the chance to talk to you. I'm actually driving in my car. There's a rest area here, so I'm going to pull over pretty soon. But <laughs> let, let me tell you what's going on with me. I'm, I'm, um, 
I, yesterday was my 24th wedding anniversary, and I totally left my husband, and now I'm on my way to Florida to take on, like, a, a job. So I feel like I'm so undefined, and I feel like, like, what am I doing? I'm 60 years old, and I'm, like, living, living like, a life of a, of a gypsy. <laughs> so, so that's what's kind of going on with me right now. And it's like I'm making myself wrong for, for like, making choices. Mm. Who does that belong to? Exactly. Uh, who, you who, know, that, who the like, hell does I that belong to? <laughs> what? Who does that belong to? You're making yourself wrong. How much? How much? How much do we abuse ourselves with the narration of what's wrong about me? Let me count the ways. Oh, I do it all the time. I mean, I spent all my life doing that. So, what have what have you made so vital about possessing total control that keeps you eternally possessing the stability points of the absolute wrongness of you, as though it is the strongness of you? Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, we, couldn't, you know? we couldn't dub that off the show. <laughs> so everything that that is, could we destroy and uncreate that for you, Susan? By yes, Susan, yes. right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Yes, yes, yes. I'm even making like access all wrong because I took all these classes and here I am, this big pile of poo, you know. And it's like, oh my god, that was <laughs> it, you know. Susan, yeah. can, can so, I Susan, point something yeah. out? Mm-hmm. Go for it. What? Can I point something out? Absolutely. How much fun are you having right now? How much? Well, I just, how much fun am I having right now? Yep. You're joyously recounting everything that's wrong. But with so much joy and giggling and fun, um, tell me what's wrong about you again. Um, what's wrong with me? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm 60 years old and I'm like living like, um, uh, like I stayed in a hotel last night and I just drove three days to go, to go, you know, take a different job. Cool. So, so how many stability points are you using to try to find the wrongness of you? Yeah. Yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. And 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 how And many, on top of that I don't have any money. How does it get any better than that? Like I just looked at my bank account this morning, it's like I thought I had five hundred dollars and I have a hundred. It's like holy shit. <laughs> okay. You know? So, Susan, take, or have you pulled over from driving, first of all? Yes, I am. I'm at a <laughs> Okay, good. Take a, bo- take a breath. Take a close breath. your eyes. Yeah, expand I, I your energy as space. 500 million miles. Just expand your energy as space. 500 million miles down, up, to the right, to the left, front and back. Expand the space. Expand the space and get bigger. And get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. So that you can yeah. really receive the, the gift and contribution that Susan is giving and, and the radio show is giving you right now. Because a lot of times we go right beyond into the story. Um, just take a moment. Expand yourself as space. And you've said a couple different times, uh, I'm undefined. I'm, at, I'm 60 and living life of a gypsy. So say I'm 60 and living life of a gypsy. Say it three times. 
I'm 60 and I'm living the life of a gypsy. I'm 60 and I'm living the life of a gypsy. I'm 60 and I'm living the life of a gypsy. Okay, so every decision, judgment, conclusion, and computation, conclusionary and contextual reality that you have biomimetically mimicked and biometrically mimicked in this reality, that there's some wrongness in being 60, living life of a gypsy, instead of the rightness of choosing to listen to the whispers of consciousness that are more true to you and for you, can we destroy and uncreate those? Yes. Can we dissipate yes. and release those to the earth? Yes. Can we send them back to whoever they belong to with consciousness attached? Yes. And anything that doesn't belong in this reality any longer, that you are a contribution and a gift to clear off of this planet, can we send it back from whence it came, never return to this dimension reality body again? Yes. And anything that doesn't allow that to be, can we destroy and uncreate it for thee? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And then you can run what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be the amazing gypsy at 60 who creates a whole new financial reality? Yes. And everything that doesn't allow that, can we destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Be you, change the world, Dr. Dane here. Be you, change the world at 60, at 50, at 70, at 80. Well, you know, when, wherever. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. It's so it's it, the interesting point is that the story I'm meeting, I'm going down to help out a woman who I met at Being You in Florida in May. She's got four kids, and I'm going to like nanny her and like help her nanny her kids and help her take care of her kids like consciously, you know, like using right. access. And it's like, oh, my God. So how can you, being you, change the world? How can you, being you, be a gift and a contribution to the earth? How can you, be being you, create a financial reality beyond this reality, beyond the confines and defines of any age, matter, energy, space, or time? And anything yeah. that doesn't allow that to be, let's destroy and uncreate it for thee. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Susan, I've got so many more questions here. We thank you so much Go for, it. For, for, you. Your, for your time. Drive safely. Take a moment you're, you know, before you get back on the road and actually drive aware. And, yeah, so, I, I will. You know one thing for, for just everyone who's listening to this amazing call, run what energy, space, and consciousness can my body and I be to be out of control, out of definition, out of judgment, <laughs> out of limitation, out of form, structure, and significance, concentricities, and linearities. And just keep running that. And just see what the awareness has come up for you. And whatever it is, let it go and run it again. Gary Douglas, founder of Access Consciousness, I think ran this for six months straight. And what could this change for you? Amazing. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great, great contribution. Thanks again, Susan. Drive aware. Thank you. So this Susan Lazar Hart, my co-host here, um, I have a question for you from somebody online, and they said, is it possible to have a creative relationship with a life partner who is not interested in awareness or consciousness? So Do you have 30, 30 seconds of thoughts on that before we go to break? Yep. My, my, my question would be, is it? Because <laughs> what works for you might not work for me. What works for me might not work for you. It doesn't work for you. And when I say work, I mean the action verb of working. A relationship is always constantly working for you. How many people are actually willing to ask the relationship to work for them? So I, can, I, I have no answers for that. It's whatever works for you. You know what works for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah, I love what you said. Um, how can, like to ask the question, what energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to allow this relationship to work for me? Yeah. Being total loving allowance of whatever shows up. Being total loving allowance of whatever shows up. That allowance is is really a key to everything. When you when you expand a space, and when I expand a space, Susan, I'm sure you know this, and get to that space of allowance, it is such a freedom and a lightness in my body. I'm just like, oh, thank God. <laughs> just and, thank and, God I have that space. And that ties in with what we were talking about. Acknowledgement and allowance go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about creating a radically new uh, relationship um, space, you know, yep. acknowledgement and allowance. Yep. Not judgment and conclusion, not expectation and obligation, not hostaging and biomimetically mimicking. <laughs> and if you're willing to be in total allowance of whatever shows up, then you have true choice. So there's no abuse there. It's, okay, what would I like to choose? And mm-hmm. does this work for me? What would I like to choose? It sounds so simple, but it's such a like reverberation in my brain as I hear it is like, I never grew up with anybody asking me, you know, what would I like to choose? Mm-mm. So what, how, what, would, what we, feels, would, we, would we all be willing to create a radically different relationship? Hell yeah. Yeah. With Anything that doesn't allow that. <laughs> Let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. We're going to go to break and we'll come right back. With myself and Susan, if you have any questions, feel free to email us um, or call in. We have one segment left at 1-888-346-9141. What would it take? See you in a moment. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, You may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 
you may also send an email to drlisacuni at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Hello, hello, hello. We are back with myself and Susan Lazar Hart. We are talking about radical relationships from connection to communion. And boy, we've had some sparky and lively callers today with really great information. So I'm very, very thankful for you. And I'm going to read a couple of other uh, questions that I have posted here, Susan, um, on Facebook. And one person says, um, I just got divorced. Um, How do I choose a normal relationship? So I'm going to let you talk a little bit about normal relationships, Susan. (laughs) Well, what if there was no such thing as normal? Yay! Yay! And that's why I love it. That's why it's called the right relationship for you. It's not the right relationship for you. It's whatever works for you. There is no normal. Um, you know, we. That, I love this question, Dr. Lisa, because it actually follows through with what we, you know, that segment just before the break. Um, I, if there are no answers, it's what works for you. What would work for you? What are you asking for uh, in a relationship? You know, take a little bit of time. Uh, write down, you know, five things that you're asking for in a relationship. And with each one of those, ask, which one of those would you be willing to be for you? What are you asking for? Are you asking to create a vibration that's nurturing, nourishing, generative, that creates and keeps creating? Well, are you willing to be nurturing, nourishing, and generative Mm -hmm. with you, with your body, with your money flows, with your choices? Are you willing to step out of judgment? so that each choice actually nourishes another choice and each choice creates. That's kind of that, whatever that is, is that really normal in this reality? Hell no. <laughs> no, no, no. Hell no. So it's, it's the willingness to ask, you know, what energy, space, and consciousness can, can I be to step out of judgment, limitation, form, structure, and significance in any relationship so, mm. so that I can actually create more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. So anything that doesn't allow that, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So I've just my email just got flooded with some questions. Let's see if we can do this, Susan. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm addicted to creating relationships that are impossible. One person says, I just fantasize about them in my mind and live the relationship in my mind. They always end too soon. What is this, and what can I do to change it? Well, what's the value of being a head tripper? Mm-hmm. That's what I would ask. You know, we often talk in relationship, there's different kinds of people. One is a head tripper, a heart tripper, and a crotch tripper. Well, if you're, <laughs> if you're creating a relationship and living it in your mind, I might ask you, what have, what have you made so vital about head tripping that even in the face of total awareness, you won't change it, choose it, or lose it? Because in this question, you, there's an awareness here with your question that you know it isn't working for you. So I might ask, you know, what's the value of defending head tripping? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And who mm-hmm. did, again, who did you buy that from? Go back, to, yeah. go back to where you first bought it and start asking some questions. Who in my family was a head tripper? Huh, I wonder what the value is of holding on to it. Who would mm-hmm. I be if I wasn't head tripping? What, what could I be creating? And then go and for that. That's beautiful, Susan. And what I'm also struck by is that the, the, definitely the head tripping is very, very obvious. And I just want to remind all of us that, you know, our bodies are part of relationship. Yes. 
you know, and so nowhere in there as you're head tripping and fantasizing are you embodying your body. Yeah. Radical aliveness includes not only your head, but your body. Does anybody realize that we've lived in this reality with most only 10%, you know, of our, of our bodies, which is our head? The, the other 90% from the neck down just kind of just <laughs> is like a costume we just drag along with us to the party. <laughs> it's like, no, what if it's like, hey, is this person nurturing for me? Is this person kind to me? You know, what would my body like in this relationship? What would my body like to feel, sense? What, you know, if you want to fantasize, what what would my body like to fantasize with my enjoyable other, <laughs> you know, and have some fun with? It's like, no one ever says relationships should be fun. I always hear that, or not should, but, you know, what question can I be to generate and create, you know, fun and free in my relationship with thee, right? Yeah, and it's, and it's even a little bit more than that. It's um, how much are we using or how much is this writer using head tripping as a way to distract them from actually mm-hmm. creating a relationship that works? You know, Creating a relationship, period. Yeah. Right? Because the thing is, if you're living in your head, you're your own judge and jury. Mm-hmm. And if you're living in your head, you can never be wrong and never right. So how much are you defending the rightness of the wrongness of you and the wrongness of the rightness of you by fantasizing your relationship rather than asking for what you'd really like to show up? Absolutely. Anything that doesn't allow that, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And, and there's another, you know, as we're talking about abuse, it's, it's really abusive. There's another part here that comes to mind, which is how much are you actually willing to be an allowance of somebody contributing to you um, if you're living in your head all the time? And what a huge abuse that is to you and to co- the kind of relationship that is asking to be born for you and with you. So everything that is, can we uncreate and destroy that? Absolutely. Yeah. Good and bad, right and wrong, pot and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Excellent. Yeah. So I'm going to pose two really quick questions, yeah. and we'll see if we can do them 30 seconds each, and then we'll okay. have a minute to, a minute to close. Are you ready to play? <laughs> I know you are. You're awesome. You're, I can. It's like let's get the Rocky music going now. Dun, 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 dun. Um, this person says that I realize that with pretty much my entire life, I've overcommonated with everyone, and I realize now how much this came as a result of abuse, and also that I felt I wasn't. It wasn't allowed to be potent and powerful, and certainly not potent. So part of it is that I've made me smaller and less than anything to assist me in these interesting points of views and stability points? First thought, best thought? <laughs> yeah, again, what is it that you'd like to create and what's the value of holding on to what is it not being an allowance of that? Excellent. I love that. What is it you would like to create? Yeah. Whoever told you that about relationship? Okay, one more and then we'll get ready to close here. It okay. went so quick, didn't it? Okay, I've been abused as a child and later in relationships. It got so bad that I'd rather be alone, this is very common, than finding a bad relationship again. It's like your only choice. Yeah. (laughs) Been single for 12 years and so want to meet someone. How do I do that? Well, if you only think you're going to meet a bad relationship, (laughs) you're definitely going to attract that. Write down what are the five qualities you're looking to create in a relationship with someone and ask where are you not willing to be that for you? Because if you're willing to step into the vibration of what you would like to create, 
then you will be that vibration. You won't be attracting losers. You won't be attracting people who, who will abuse you. You'll be attracting people who vibrate to what you're asking to vibrate to, and you must start to create that with you. And anything that doesn't allow any of you to do that, we're going to kick abuse in the caboose with relationships. Let's there destroy and create it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Susan, you're amazing. There's so many more hours that we could talk about this. Please, you know, come back on, on the show. Yeah. And, and can I maybe just we'll do some segments on, on relationship. Go ahead. Yeah, encourage people to... Um, you know, join the Right Relationship for You family. Go to rightrelationshipforyou.com. There's lots of life-changing courses, uh, videos that are free, uh, newsletter, and, and we're creating something brilliant called the New Beginnings. It's a live three-day event that happens in locations all over the world. We're going to be in Connecticut only once in 2014 in September, and I in India in September and in Australia in November, December. So, Come on and play with us, and let's see what else is possible for every relationship. So, Susan, rightrecoveryforyou.com, is that the way that they can no, find you? No, it's rightrelationshipforyou.com. I mean, I'm sorry, I said right recovery. No, that's okay. How many people <laughs> right Rightrelationshipforyou.com, recovering from the horrible relationships. Yeah, check out new beginnings. That's why there's no recovery. It's all new. Excellent. Yeah. Susan, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And a gem to all the listeners out there, ask yourself, what, it, what would it take to create and generate a relationship full of possibility, full of communion, full of creativity and generativity that makes you happy, that nurtures you without any expectations or obligations or somebody else to be that for you? Everybody go out there and create new radically alive relationships. Susan, thank you for your time. Thank you. I love you dearly, and I'll speak to you soon, everybody out there. Thanks for playing. We'll speak to you next week. Thank you for joining Dr. Lisa Cooney this week on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Please be sure to tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, make this week yours. Yours.